3: Will Dak Prescott be ready to start the season in Dallas? Are the Stanley Cup playoffs in jeopardy? Plus, it's lying season in the NFL, so what rumors are real and what's fake? I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the stories you need to know and the biggest debates in sports. You're locked on today.
4: Searching all major
3: sports.
2: Found you. Let's start with the biggest story.
3: One of the monster injuries from the 2020 NFL season, Dak Prescott out for the year with a brutal leg injury. And it sounds like he's doing great. In fact, according to the Cowboys, uh, 110% <laughs> joining me now to figure out what that means. Landon McCool from Locked On Cowboys. We will we will have to to get the analytics people on the numbers there. I won't ask you to give me a, a percentage. But what does this mean for the Cowboys, and and how does it impact really anything that goes on over the next few months before the season starts?
5: Well, first things first, Peter, it gave me a little bit of a scare just with that intro because I thought I had missed some news and that he was (laughs) re-injured, and that we're going to go through this again. But no, I I think... You know, what is 110%? That's, that's football talk, right? I mean, if you haven't heard a, co- a coach tell you to give 110% at some point, then you, you clearly have never played organized sports of any kind. Uh, but I, I would say that what it does sound like is that the Cowboys are confident in where he is right now and that, you know, he's starting to do some things like uh, more footwork drills, more throwing of the football. Um, you know, and that that things are progressing to a point where they feel confident about him ha- uh, being a full participant uh, in not just a training camp, but uh, offseason activities as well, if there are such things.
3: Do you think anything about what happened last season and, and the offense looking so great and then cratering without Dak? You have the offensive line question marks, the, the health of Tyron Smith, um, who, who hasn't played a, a full season in a half decade. Do you think that's going to affect the way that they approach the top of the draft? Could the Cowboys be a surprise, you know, at 10 could Rashawn Slater, someone like that.
5: You know, it's funny because I think all of us from the outside have been saying that all, you know, draft season and that they look for the Cowboys to potentially, you know, look at Slater, look at Sewell if those guys fall to them. Um, But it, you know, all the indications from inside cowboy land don't seem to indicate that they seem to, to think that they uh, feel really confident about Tyron Smith and Leo Collins coming back uh, healthier than ever. And then that's, you know, I think that's the other part that gets forgotten is Leo Collins not playing at all last year after coming off a, a really, really uh, fantastic uh, 2019 season. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, you know, I think they signed Ty Niski, and that's like their, their stopgap solution. If Tyron Smith misses his requisite three games per season, that they've got a guy that they feel pretty comfortable that they can plug in and and he could take those starts for him. Um, If anything, I think what they've done is kick the problem down a year. I think they like some of the young guys that they have down roster, maybe that they'll hope to develop them. Maybe they take somebody just a little bit later in the draft than we're expecting like third or fourth round or someone who falls to them in the second round and they think they can develop them. But I think at this point right now, they're trying to get through with what they've got, and maybe reevaluate the the whole the whole thing, uh, going into next year's draft and, and seeing what if the class is you know going to support drafted drafting a new starting left tackle.
3: Locked on today is brought to you in partnership with Odyssey. That's a u d a c y. Your new home for music, news, sports, and podcasts. Download the Odyssey app today. And coming up are the Stanley Cup playoffs in jeopardy. That's next. Two massive games in the Western Conference as teams look to get out of the playing spots. First up, the Trailblazers, who are sitting in the dreaded seven seed. And going into Tuesday's game, they were spiraling.
0: What up, y'all? It's Pastor Point Guard, a host of Lockdown Blazers, Mike Richmond, And for the first time in five games, we're talking after a win. That's right, the Blazers stopped the stumble and beat the Breaks off the Indiana Pacers, this one doesn't go in the category of a good win. The Blazers are still searching for their sort of bona fide win over a good team, and they'll have chances to do that one later this week, but they really, really needed just to get a victory, put one in the win column, and start heading in the right direction after what had been a really tough 10-day stretch. And they do it on the strength of nine three-pointers from Anthony Simons. The bench played the fourth quarter. Truly garbage time. Next up, the Memphis Grizzlies and uh, you probably know how important that one is.
3: The Mavericks are in the sixth spot and needed to win to stay ahead of Portland.
0: The Dallas Mavericks get a huge win in more ways than one. Nick did with the Lockdown Mavericks podcast here. The Dallas Mavericks beat the Golden State Warriors by a bunch of points, and the margin of victory was big, but also the tiebreaker that they won over the Golden State Warriors was also big. The Dallas Mavericks went on a 28-0 run in the middle of this game, the longest scoring streak for any NBA team this season, and the longest streak in the NBA since 2017. An absolutely huge win for the Mavericks and uh, they wanted to get out to a really hot start. They have been really, really bad coming out of the gate in a lot of these recent games. They are now 21-0 on the season when they are leading after the first quarter. That's a stat that everyone is talking about but the Mavericks have been really rough at the beginning of games, and so they change the starting lineup up. Chris Porzingis was out. Josh Richardson was out, and so they start Trey Trey Burke instead. Maxi Kleva plays a little bit at the beginning, but then they pull him out, and then they uh, decide to go a different direction. Luka Doncic was scoring on so many different levels, all three levels for Luka, hit four threes, hit a bunch of mid-range shots that were just money. He is absolutely incredible. Finished with 39 points on the night. Dallas Mavericks get a win and stay in sixth in the Western Conference where they want to be.
3: In the Eastern Conference, the Boston Celtics are currently the sixth seed. And after Tuesday night, that six is hanging by a thread.
0: Hey there, John Corrales here from the Lockdown Celtics podcast. Another bad loss for the Boston Celtics after it looked like they turned things around. Now they've cratered at the worst possible time this season. They lost to Oklahoma City. They jacked a ton of threes and a lot of them seemed rushed and forced And right now, the Celtics just not feeling it. Now, yeah, they were shorthanded. They didn't have Jason Tatum or Kimball Walker or Robert Williams, but it's the thunder. They should have
3: won. Five time world champion Floyd Mayweather will return to the ring to face YouTube sensation turned boxer Logan Paul at Hard Rock Stadium in Miami on June 6th on a Showtime pay per view and fan. it was announced Tuesday night. Logan Paul and I are going to fight at Hard Rock Stadium. Mayweather Promotions, FAMIO, and Showtime will team up to give you an epic event, Mayweather wrote on Instagram. And man, I hope Mayweather knocks him out so we never have to do another one of these stories again. Oh God, I just realized they're going to do a rematch for sure that's what happened last night here's what to look for this week on betonline.ag portland has another tough test as they take on the eight seed memphis grizzlies tonight both teams are fighting to pass the mavericks and get out of that play-in spot the betonline.ag line for this game is memphis giving two the lakers are getting healthier but they are only one spot ahead of the mavericks in the five spot The Lakers face the Wizards tonight. The BetOnline.ag line for this game is LA giving three. To check out the full list, head to BetOnline.ag where you can bet the NBA, NHL, MLB, plus NFL futures, the NFL draft. You name it, they have it. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use the promo code LOCKEDON to get a 50% welcome bonus. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts
2: another story you need
3: to know. It may not be Terrence and Phillip, but there will still be plenty of hockey fans blaming Canada if COVID restrictions interrupt or in some way modify the NHL playoffs. Joining me to explain Mike DiStefano from Locked on Leafs a- and Mike, this is one of the many potential hiccups in trying to have a, a professional sports season during a pandemic. Can you explain what's going on right now?
1: Yeah, I mean, like they're for, for the NHL, for those who I guess aren't familiar with what's going on, there's they totally changed up the landscape of the divisions and they made a sole Canadian division and that's it. We're just playing teams within Canada. So up here with Locked On Leafs in Toronto, we're legitimately only watching hockey games being played between the Canadian teams because they can't go over the border into the States and come back without having to quarantine for two weeks. So even during the trade deadline, when trades were going down there was a kind of a thought process like okay even if we make a trade here like in Toronto we acquired Nick Felino from the Columbus Blue Jackets big time ad but there was always that thought okay well we're not even going to be able to put him not even in, in the lineup but he's not even going to be able to join the team on the ice for at least a week and that week was actually an exception that was made specifically for the NHL due to this but earlier in the year there's a trade between uh Winnipeg and Columbus where Pierre-Luc Dubois and Patrick Laine got swapped Laine 4 days later that guy's in the lineup for Columbus Dubu- uh, Dubois had to wait 2 weeks before he could even practice on the ice and it was almost almost 3 weeks before he got into his first game so the teams and league has tried to limit as much travel as possible just because there's the the restrictions up in Canada are so much more than they are in the States right now. And the big question now is, you know, with the playoffs on the horizon, the way that it's set up, you've got the first two rounds of the playoffs is still going to be interdivisional. So it's just going to be the Canadian teams. that are going to be going up against each other, but then you get to the final four. And the question from there is what happens with that Canadian team? Are they going to be able to play in their home building? Are they going to have to relocate or, Are we going to have to see another playoff bubble?
3: And it has gotten to the point ESPN reported that the NHL is negotiating legitimately with the Canadian government to try and work out a solution here. What do you think ultimately is the path that makes the most sense for the NHL?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm not 100 percent what they're going to end up doing. It seems like the the government's have been pretty stringent when it comes to to these restrictions. And you know, in Ontario especially, things have been getting worse, not better, over the course of the last couple of months. And and we've gone into another like third stay-at-home or stay-at-home order lockdown. Um and, and I, I just can't see them over the next month or two deciding, okay, we can open it up and allow people to come through freely cross-border travel for a seven-game series. I just don't see it happening um, in, in my opinion, I just don't think that the NHL is going to be able to do that. And, and I would be shocked if, A, we don't see a bubble for the Canadian playoffs, or B, if we see any of the Canadian teams actually playing in their home barn once it gets to the Final Four.
3: This year, the Locked On Podcast Network is partnering with the Draft Network to cover the NFL Draft live. Get insight and analysis from Locked On local experts and the Draft Network's national experts. Subscribe to the Locked On NFL YouTube page to watch live three-day coverage of the NFL Draft, April 29th through May 1st. Coming up, it's lying season in the NFL. What draft rumors are real and what is BS? The cue. of the Day is next. Today's episode is also brought to you by Built Bar. Bilt Bar is the best tasting protein bar ever. The protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. It's almost swimsuit season. And that means trying to get back into shape a little bit. And if you're like me, coming out of a COVID fog over the last year means you're not exactly eating the best. You're not exactly working out as often as maybe you should or maybe you want to. Well, we can help with at least one of those things with Built Bar because it truly is the best tasting protein bar ever with flavors like salted caramel, double chocolate, peanut butter, brownie, cookies, and cream. All these bars are covered in 100% chocolate. And by some witchcraft, by some form of magic, they're able to make them taste delicious and yet still be low calorie, low sugar, high protein, and high protein. Fiber. Go to BiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKED15 to get 15% off your next order. That's promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at BiltBar.com.
2: If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. agree or disagree this is the Q of the day
3: this is lying season it's silly season there's so much smoke what's fire what isn't so i thought what better way to fight through all of the misinformation than bringing on the sage of the locked on podcast network the common sense of the locked on podcast network (laughs) your boy q from Locked On Raiders, Locked On NFL, Locked On Bets. Uh, you are everywhere, Q. Help me wade through some of this stuff. We've got yeah. a ton of storylines, a, a lot of questions that I think are still unanswered. So I'm going to do the thing that you're not supposed to do as a host and ask you some yes or no questions. Um, but I, I, I think it's a good way for us to, to figure some of this stuff out. Do you buy the indecision at three for San Francisco?
4: No, no, I don't. I, I think that they know exactly who they're going to go with. I, know, I think they know exactly what quarterback they're going to go with. I will say, I think that the rumored report of them being Mac Jones is kind of unbelievable to me. I think he's a guy that is a good quarterback. I don't think he's a number three overall quarterback. But with that being said, it feels like that that's where they're going to go. So uh, I think they know what quarterback they're going to go. We'll just see if it ends up being Mac Jones or Justin Fields. I suggest Justin Fields, but we'll see.
3: Bill Belichick, surprisingly aggressive this offseason in free agency, brings back Cam Newton. But there is a ton of buzz right now about potential trade-up opportunities for the Patriots, reports that there is a framework being discussed at number eight, and, and some other things that, that are sort of, you know, just out in the ether right now. Do you buy Bill Belichick's aggression
4: I don't want to because he's never <laughs> he's never drafted a quarterback in the first round. Like, but I guess that helps when you have Tom Brady for as long as you do. You don't have to worry about that. Um, I, I do think that that there's a good possibility that they're gonna get aggressive and trade up just because of everything you just mentioned. I think that they will get aggressive. I think they'll if, if the right guy starts to fall, they'll go and make a move. And and I think Stephon Gilmore will probably be part of that as well as he's an older defensive back looking for another payday.
3: The, the Falcons at four are endlessly fascinating to me. There is reportedly some indecision within the building about where to go in this situation. Um, there is a faction that wants the quarterback, whether it's Trey Lance or Justin Fields. And then there is the faction that thinks Matt Ryan, Julio Jones, go compete now. Now we're getting reports Julio Jones could be on the move. It seems like the option is Kyle Pitts or one of these quarterbacks. W- what do you think ultimately bears itself out here?
4: I, I think it should be Kyle Pitts, and, and I don't think they should even think wow. twice about it. I think that they're overthinking this situation. Matt Ryan's still a good quarterback. There's a lot of teams in the league that would like to have a good quarterback like Matt Ryan. Go get Kyle Pitts and go compete right now, man. That dude's a stud. Go make it happen. That, that's That's what I think. That's my gut feeling, but they might just be one of these teams that overthinks it.
3: I know that there is a player getting a lot of buzz right now. Because in a weak defensive line class, uh the players tend to get pushed up in any class that is yeah. weak. You are someone who watches Alabama closely, Christian Barmore. There are some people who think he could be even a top fifteen kind of player. What do you think about that?
4: Well, as much as I like to pound my chest and say roll tide. <laughs> I I just don't think that that should be realistic. I don't I think that that is some that's some BS right there. You know, I don't think that that's real. I, I just he got hot at the right time. The end of the season, the playoffs, the national championship game. Great. All eyes were on him. So that's 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 great on his part. But he wasn't Quentin Williams start to finish hot. He wasn't like that. His motor runs hot. His motor runs cold. For a guy like that, that does not scream first round to me. That screams maybe a second round guy that you can light a fire under and he can get to a first round talent. But like you said, a very small, shallow defensive tackle class, he'll probably get elevated to the first round. There's been reports that he could go to the Raiders at 17. You want to talk about an angry dude, man. You want to be an angry dude. If he goes to the Raiders at 17, tune into the Locked On Raiders on Friday. I'll be one angry, (laughs) angry dude.
3: And finally, the Milwaukee Bucks are offering COVID-19 vaccinations to fans attending their game Sunday against the Brooklyn Nets. The Bucks announced Tuesday that any eligible fan attending the game can receive a first dose of the Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine from a mobile vaccination site at Pfizer Forum. The Bucks are offering the vaccine in partnership with the Milwaukee Health Department. Fans who get their first dose at Pfizer Forum can schedule their second appointment for that second dose with health department officials on site now that you got the news go make some money listen to locked on bets download and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts coming up thursday it's the day of the nfl draft we get you set for everything on the biggest night of the nfl offseason so at least until tomorrow stay locked on today hey
2: prime members you can listen to this locked on podcast ad free on amazon music